Good morning and welcome to episode 92 of Barnes and Uncut. Today is the May 14th, 2021. Today's episode is creating stop motion movies with FFMPEG. 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 Yesterday it was a red day here in Sweden. It's a traditional Christian red day, um, the day when Christ went to heaven. We are still celebrating those things here. Uh, so that's why I didn't record. Um, but it was a fantastic summer weather, and we also had a bit of thunder, so it was really uh, summer. A year ago, I wrote a blog post how I used FFmpeg to create time-lapse videos on my Mac. You will find a link to that blog post in the show notes, of course. The resulting video I hosted on a free video sharing site called Peertube. Peertube looks very much like YouTube, but there is one fundamental difference. It is not Google and it's not centralized, so it's a distributed YouTube uh, kind of service. And I was able to sign up to one of these servers and uh, create an account that was able to upload my video there. And then that was spreading into the active pub network and it was available on the different uh, services connected to ActivePub. I talked about a social media network called Mastodon back in episode 11, that's a long time ago, in December 22, uh, where I talk about this network and that is is non-centralized and how it works. So take a quick listen to that episode if you like to know more about uh, Mastodon or how this technology works. It's quite interesting actually. But anyhow, back to the video. Um, the Peertube server where I hosted my stop motion video, that was taken down or closed down. I think the person that ran it, he just lost interest and didn't do it anymore. The same person also ran a Mastodon site or a server and, and that also went down. So I needed to update the post, uh, my blog post, and link to the new video elsewhere instead. And that was when I realized I didn't save the resulting file. I didn't save the stop-motion video anywhere else than on the Peertube side. So that was a little bit stupid, wasn't it? So since that now went away, I don't have the movie anymore. So I needed to regenerate the file. It's a good thing that I stored all the source images, all 9 gigabytes of them. And it's another good thing that I actually wrote the blog post because that explains exactly how I should do to regenerate these files. But essentially, there is a few steps that you need to do. The first step is to gather all the images that you want to have in your stop motion. You should put them in one directory. And then you need to rename them so they are named uh, in a sequence. And I renamed my files so they had G and then a four-digit number. So 001, 002, and so on. And... If you have a small number of files, you can, of course, do this manually. But if you, like me, have a ton of files, I have 1,800 files. And there is no way that I will sit and rename these manually. That will just break and not work well. There's many ways you can actually do this renaming. There's tons of tools that can help you do this. 
But one really simple way of doing this is to write a small bash script or a shell script that will do this renaming for you. And that is the approach that I used. I created that shell script. And of course, you can find that this script in the blog post as well. So you don't have to redo that. And the next thing, when you have renamed all of these images into a sequence, you just need to ask FFmpeg to actually stitch them together and produce this video for you. But I didn't want to install a ton of software onto my Mac especially things that I may be using one or two, three times that I don't want to have on my machine forever. So I opted to use a system called Docker, and Docker is essentially a container service. And that me- what that means is that you can actually have an operating system or a system running within your system. So on my Mac, I can run multiples uh, of these containers, and in the container I have an OS and in these containers that I, I created, I am running Arc Linux. And um, I, of course, in the description, I show you how you create these images. It's very, very simple. It takes just a few minutes to do. So, and then I went into these Docker images and I could run the ffmpeg command that I needed to run. And two minutes later, I had a new stop motion file that I could uh, use. And it's quite interesting that compared to when I wrote the blog article a year ago, roughly, a little bit more than a year ago, there it took 10 minutes to generate the movie file. But now it took two minutes, so that is a considerable change in time. And of course I have a different computer now, but I didn't think it's going to be that big of a change. I also noticed that the MPEG-4 file that FFmpeg was generating for me, it was not readable by my web browser. It was readable by QuickTime and VLC, so uh, I didn't think too much about it. But I wanted everyone to be able to use it, uh, and I'm uploading the video to my site immediately. I'm not hosting the video somewhere else. So I opted to use Handbrake to convert it to a different um, version of MPEG that was readable by my browser. And after that, it was just uploaded to WordPress and update my blog post. So now the blog post is updated and the movie is actually visible there. And yes, I could have uploaded the file to YouTube and just embedded the YouTube video into my blog post. But... In the past, I've made a bit of a point to respect people's privacy. And thus, I do not link to Google or not anyone else either. So when you visit my blog, you will not get tracked. I don't put any tracking cookies or anything like that into your browser. And I don't want anyone else to do it. And if I'm linking in a Google um, asset or a YouTube video that is a Google asset, that would give... Google the opportunity to actually start tracking you and I want to uh, avoid that if you want to know more about that I wrote a a blog post I think it's two three years ago it's called ungoogling the blog where I talked about the process uh, that I went through to do this back 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 to that video again Um, I am running down to these rat holes uh, all the time but uh, to create images that you can use for your stop motion videos 
I would recommend that you take uh, and use a normal camera. You don't have to use anything in particular. Some cameras can do stop motions immediately from the camera, but usually then you are quite limited to the settings you can do. So I would recommend, if you can, to just set the camera to continuous shooting. And if you are having a normal DSLR camera, a digital system camera, you have a really good control over the image. So you can control the aperture and the shutter speed. So you can actually control very well how the output will be. And you also can control ISO levels and all of these different things, of course. Um, I don't want to go into all of these details because then this episode would be even longer than it already is. But you, you can control the image quality over time here. And then you can just bring those over to your laptop and stitch them together quite quickly. And here you can also play around with things like resolutions and frame rates so that you can have different smoothness to the video. I don't really remember on top of the head, if you look at my video, how long time I had between the images. I think it's uh, every two seconds or maybe every five seconds. So it's quite long distance between the images. But with that, I would like to wish you good luck and hope that you got an idea of how you can do um, stop motion videos quite easily. And if you do any stop motion videos, why not let me know and, and give me a ping on Twitter. That was all I had for today and all I had for this week. I hope you liked today's episode. And if you did, why not recommend it to friends, family or a colleague? Or if you have the time, go into iTunes and leave me a review. That would help others to find the podcast and make the audience grow. And that would put a big smile on my face. Have a great weekend and see you back here on Monday. Ciao, ciao. Martin Uncut, your daily technology dose.